What is the importance of being trained in first aid and CPR? And why is it important to have first aid trained people in the workplace? Well, joining me to discuss ahead of our first aid training course here at Chorus, I'm joined this morning by Bob Clark. He's a first aid trainer with the Alberta Health and Safety Training Institute. Bob, thank you so much for taking the time. Right now, I don't know what to do if someone were to drop or pass out in front of me in an emergency situation. I'm not trained yet, but I will be soon. What are you going to teach me today? Well, we're going to learn basic uh, life-saving techniques, such as what to do when somebody is choking. What if they're unconscious, not breathing? I believe we call that CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation. We're going to learn about heart attacks, stroke, and big people and little people like children or babies. All right, so today my colleagues and I are going to be taking the first aid class here. Our company has decided it's important to have first aid trained personnel on site. Why is that such an important thing for businesses? You never know when something is going to go wrong. People fall down, people have heart attacks, people choke. You could be a family uh, member, a uh, family member goes down, and people panic. I don't know what to do. And so having skills, life-saving skills, using the arms that you carry with you and your willingness to do it, that is huge. Uh, when we're training CPR or choking, it's all about confidence. I want people to be confident that they have the ability to go in and make a difference if somebody is in an emergency. You know, Bob, my colleagues and I had been talking about mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Is this even a thing that's still practiced, and what have been some of the changes to first aid and CPR? Mouth-to-mouth is still practiced, but uh, there's a lot of, um, you know, fears around it. And when we are doing our CPR today... I'm going to begin with what is called compression only, no rescue breaths. We don't even say mouth-to-mouth resuscitation anymore. Um, that works very well for family mm-hmm. only. But if I was in your office and I don't know you, I am not doing the mouth-to-mouth. So that is one of the biggest changes. Another change, it has become much, much simpler. It used to be there was step by step by step, and at the end of the day, people would say there was 150, 200 steps. I'm going to forget them. Now it is much simpler. Get in and do something almost instinctive with practice that will allow you to make a difference. Well, obviously we can't train everyone to be lifesavers over the radio, but do you have one tip someone could take home from listening to this and say, wow, I can do that, I can become a lifesaver, or... Um, what it what it takes to have that knowledge to save someone's life? Obviously, taking a uh, accredited uh, first aid course is a very good step. But if you have somebody who is choking, think of a restaurant. We are Canadian. Somebody coughs, they often leave. One of the best things you can do is either go with them or intercept them and don't let them go off on their own where they can actually choke in the bathroom with no one to help. So be there. Recognize the early symptoms, say, are you choking? They nod, can I help you? And get in there and do it using your life-saving arms and willingness to do it. Can anyone be trained as a CPR lifesaver? Anyone can do this. We get children, we get teenagers, we get 
grandparents that have never had a first aid class in their life that are worried about their grandchildren, anyone can. I even trained somebody last year who was in a wheelchair. That was my first aid instructor, Bob Clark, from the Alberta Health and Safety Training Institute. And now I am a certified, trained lifesaver. We feel a lot safer I this know. morning, uh, Reese. I'll tell you that yes. right now. For being in our presence. Absolutely. I don't know if there's anyone in the building right now that could save me if I dropped, but that's <laughs> yeah, a whole other story. Us, yes, I'll save you. Important. Have either of you ever gone through first aid training? I have not. I did it probably, I don't know, about five years ago now. Yeah, so it only uh, it expires after three years, mm-hmm. in case you didn't know, because things do change, as Bob said. Like, the number of beats per minute that you use, it used to be the BGs staying alive, 100 beats per minute, which would be about this pace, you know, kind of a bit slower, you know, right. staying alive, staying Those alive. Those are your chest compressions. Those are your chest compressions. But now they've updated it. We actually now have a range from 100 beats per minute to 120 beats per minute. So this is a little bit faster now. It used to be only 15 compressions and two breaths, but now they've updated that to 30 compressions and then two rescue breaths if you're doing the rescue breaths because they've realized that chest compressions are even more important than they first thought. So when and we don't want to touch each other's mouths. We don't want to touch each other's mouths, and that's not the most important part. We want to be able to keep blood circulating to the brain, to keep the brain alive. That's what we're focused on. So, they I mean, technology now is making it all a lot easier as well. I mean, we have an AED here in the station, and it basically runs through what you need to do without um, you having to do too much thinking. Adult patient. If the patient is a child, press the child button. Step-by-step instructions. Mm -hmm. Remove clothing from the patient's chest. Remove packet and apply pads onto patient's bare skin. So every little step is actually, they tell you what to do, when to do it. It's kind of dummy proof, isn't it? Yes, when to take your hands away, when to charge, when to give them the shock, and even has a metronome in a lot of these things to actually keep you on time when you are doing those chest compressions. So yes, businesses should be investing in first aid trained people in their workplace Mm -hmm. because it's the smart thing to do. It's a wise investment and it's very easy. They make it easier and easier. Just do something. That's the key. I think it's insane. Like, I think to a certain extent, I'd be afraid. Do they talk about that? Because mm-hmm. my trepidation would be like, I'm going to do something wrong. But you were saying well, after you finished your course that something, whatever you do, is better than you mm-hmm. know, kind of walking by or hoping somebody else will step in. Yeah. You need to step in and do something. Right when something happens, it's your responsibility as a human being. True. And, I mean, if you're worried about hurting someone, I understand that. I mean, here in Canada, you are protected by law. If you are working to save someone's life, you are not going to be charged. You will not be sued. Can't say the same for the states. That's a whole different story. Yeah. But let's face it. Wouldn't you rather be alive with a few broken ribs than dead with your ribs intact? 100%. Yeah, thanks. That, that's a, uh, that was a really great segment. Keeping us safe. Reese Schaefer. Reese Safer. Reese Safer. <laughs>